So uh, where do we start this morning? Okay, let's start with APSA. And uh, PMI came up yesterday. How did the manufacturing sector fare in July? Yeah, so maybe let's just start with what is PMI, because I think a lot of people don't know that. And PMI is basically an indicator of changes in manufacturing conditions. So ABSA came out with their Purchasing Managers Index, the PMI, and it declined in July by 3.8 points from 4.6 in June to about 4.3 in July. And this spells bad news for the manufacturing sector, unfortunately. So this latest data that came out yesterday is the weakest level that APSA's PMI has been since the second half of 2009. And this was when South Africa was last in a recession. And PMI scores now have been below 50 for two consecutive months, this being June and July. And the things that have contributed to this PMI dropping so much for the past two months is the news of the recession, low confidence in the economy and political uncertainty, which has made the respondents of the survey quite pessimistic about um, business conditions going forward in South Africa. So just to explain what all these numbers means, a 50, a 46, a 42. So a score that is above 50 indicates that the manufacturing sector is expanding. So now, as I've said recently, we've had two consecutive months where it's been below 50. And this basically indicates that the manufacturing sector is contracting instead of growing. And we've spoken before about manufacturing production earlier this year. Um, the numbers came out in April and May, and those numbers were quite positive, um, indicating that there's been good output in the sector or improved output, let's put it that way. Um, so the July PMI data just came out, and this unfortunately suggests that this improved performance that we've been seeing, we are not really likely to see it coming through anymore. It won't be sustained going forward. And manufacturing is such an important sector in the South African context because it contributes about 13% to South Africa's GDP, which is quite substantial. And we started the discussion on Monday about GDP, Sakina, and we've said, how do we improve GDP? And this is one of those important and critical elements of improving our GDP is that we need to strengthen our manufacturing sector. So just to also break down what the PMI is, and so the listeners can have you know a bit more color as to what we're talking about, there are five major sub-indices which make up the PMI, and therefore these indices describe what the conditions are in the manufacturing sector, and all five of them declined in July. So one of those major sub-indices are business activity index, and this was most under pressure, declined by around 6.1 points. And if this particular index is under pressure, we know that it's not going to do well for factory output, and therefore it directly feeds into the GDP. And you'll see that coming out perhaps in the numbers in Q3 GDP. Um, what might boost and what might help conditions in the manufacturing sector is the interest rate cut, which we saw two weeks ago. However, there's a big if. There are some headwinds coming through um, in the manufacturing sector. Yes, there's always something, mm. something dramatic. Yeah. Um, there might be possible strike action in the metals and engineering industries if a wage agreement is no, isn't reached soon. And those two subsectors are so key for the manufacturing sector as they provide inputs for them. So if we, if, if any form of strike action happens, we know that output will decrease, which then directly filters into GDP. So we can expect this index to remain under pressure for the remainder of the year due to slow economic growth.
Mm. And then another important one, uh, the National Association of Automobile Manufacturers, they also released uh, vehicle sales numbers. Have things improved? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Finally, some kind of good news, yes. New vehicle sales had recorded encouraging improvement, so yay. And this was mainly led by cars that you and me buy, so it's a light vehicle commercial sales. And this improve, there was an improvement in vehicle sales of 4.1% compared to last year, which reflects such a positive turnaround for the industry. Because if you remember over the past year, the industry has been quite um, dim and bleak. So they've been struggling for quite some time. So this, this really does um, show some positive sentiment. So the, 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 the subsector in, in vehicles, which wasn't doing well, is the medium, heavy and commercial vehicle sales, which experienced some difficult training conditions. Um, and it was shown by ve- a decline in vehicle sales. So if you look at total sales in the vehicle industry, the main buyers and sellers of cars are you and me through dealership sales. And then the rest is made up of the rental car industry, government and corporate fleets. So on a good note, which is always great, I love speaking about good things, is that um, exports have registered strong gains. So export sales in July improved by a massive 22.2% compared to last year. And yesterday we started the conversation about trade surplus and how mm. exports have been greater than imports. So this um, vehicle sale exports would have been such a great contributor to that number that we saw yesterday. Um, another thing to note about what we've been speaking about um, yesterday and actually just in general, just so amazing how everything is so correlated, is that domestic sales are heavily correlated to the performance of the economy and confidence levels. And confidence levels, we've been speaking about it time and time again. It's such a fundamental challenge that is confronting the economy in South Africa at the moment because weak confidence levels doesn't inspire spending and therefore doesn't inspire vehicle sales. Also, on another note that we spoke about yesterday was about credit extension. And vehicle sales is highly correlated to credit because most South Africans cannot afford to buy a car for cash. So this low confidence will result in consumers not taking up credit, which will directly affect vehicle sales. But what we can expect forward is that vehicle sales will slightly pick up because it comes from the very low base that we saw in 2016. Also, the interest rate cuts will be a positive boost to the sector because if I'm paying less um, for my bond or my car, um, it's more likely to encourage spending in that sector. But we need to remain cognizant of the fact that recovery will be slow. Mm. We're in a very weak economic environment at the moment. And yay for exports. Uh, We will continue to benefit from global demand and global growth, particularly in markets such as Europe, because we export quite a lot of cars to the European market. And I, I think uh, Fundiswa just answered your question that you sent to us there. So, um, yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves, not just yet. Mm. Um, you know, we very far from being out of the woods at this point. But, uh, yeah, any it's good news positive. welcome at this point. Thank you so much, uh, Fundiswa Nkuta, our research analyst. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo on SA.